All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured titan for today, episode 262, all the way from beautiful Newport Beach, California, none other than Tarek El Musa. Tarek, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely, Greg. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. I'm great. I'm super excited about this one. I mean, really just getting to know you as a person and a professional, diving deep into what makes you do what you do to the level that you do it at. I know the audience is super excited. So everybody, you're welcome in advance. Uh, you can thank Tarek later, uh, you know, show love, follow all the platforms, that sort of thing. So uh, Tarek, let's just jump into the first question, which is really for anybody out there who's been what I like to consider living under a rock for their entire lives. If they don't know you already, uh, who you are, you know, where you came from, what got you into the business and kind of your progression into your career to today. I know that's a loaded question. So you, you, want, this, you want my story? I want the whole thing. I really do. The, the origin story, as it were. All right. The origin. Well, you know, today you guys most know me from TV. Uh, I, I filmed a TV show called Flipper Flop on HGTV for 10 seasons, ran that show for about a decade. Also film a show called Flipping 101 uh, by Tarek El Musa, where I teach people how to flip houses uh, live and in person on TV. And then the newest show I'm working on with my, my wife, Heather El Musa from Selling Sunset uh, is called The Flipping El Musas. Uh, and that's gonna be coming out March 2nd, 2023. So in 2023, between my wife and I, we have three brand new shows hitting the air. So we're just so excited. Uh, but it wasn't always like that. You know, my, my, my journey, getting to where I got, it, it was a rocky road. And, and I think my, my story is gonna, is gonna, you know, inspire a lot of people. So, you know, like most people, you know, I, I grew up in a, a normal house here in Southern California. My parents immigrated from other countries. My dad came from the Middle East. My, my mom was in Europe and they came here for a better life. And, you know, I, I grew up in a little bit of a rougher area. So my childhood was interesting. It was, it was definitely a rougher area. And, you know, I was always real competitive. Uh, I started playing. So I'll tell you my first valuable lesson. I was five years old. I started playing soccer. Uh, my dad was an incredible soccer player. At the end of the season, they asked my dad if he wanted to be the all-star coach for the soccer team. And of course, I'm like, heck yeah, we're going to be on the all-star. So my dad goes ahead and he, he picks the team. And guess who he did not pick? He didn't pick me. I was five years old. Like, what? come on, man. I'm five years old. So I'll never forget. I'm sitting at that dinner table that night, just crying, crying, crying. I look at my dad. I said, man, I, 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 why didn't you pick me? And I'll never forget. He said, son, I love you. You're not good enough. Wow. But but if you practice hard and you put in the work next year, you're going to be on that team. So that was my first lesson of no one's giving me anything. If I want something in life, I got to fight like hell to go get it. And that's just how I've always lived my life. So you know, we'll fast forward, you know, I went through high school, I, I was, it was shocking that I got, you know, a B average considering I was never in class, um, got, got out of high school, started going to college, I hated college, I it was just for me the worst experience, I didn't understand it, I can never find parking, if I wanted to take a class, I'd have to go petition and sit on the floor, and if someone quit, maybe I'd get lucky and get a seat, like it was just way too overwhelming for me. Like, I didn't like the lack of control of school. I didn't. But I went because everybody said, you have to go to school. So I was going to Cal State Fullerton. 
as well as a couple other local colleges for classes that weren't available at Cal State Fullerton. So at 19 years old, I'm now selling uh, kitchen knives for Cutco. And turns out I, I could sell. So I was actually making decent money selling kitchen knives. And I know people listening to this right now, they're laughing because they got those kitchen knives in their living in, in their kitchen right now, because I have them in my kitchen. So <laughs> selling kitchen knives. And I had this lead book, right? With every lead. And this was like 2002, 2003. Hmm. One day I look in my truck and guess what's not there? My lead book. I lost my entire lead book. It was in a folder, right? So it wasn't database. There's was no CRM. This this is the Stone Ages back in early 2000, right? <laughs> so I put myself out of business, and 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 weeks went by, and I didn't know what to do, and I I didn't want to try to rebuild everything I had. And and one day, this is the craziest thing. I was at a a Washington Mutual Bank in Cerritos, California, wow. and man, I had what I like to call a defining moment. And a defining moment is a moment in your life that. It changes the trajectory of your life. So I'm standing at this ATM. <laughs> my bank balance is low. And I throw my head back. I'm like, what am I going to do? Right. And I look and there's a crooked sign. And the sign says, wise old owl real estate school. So then, so then I had that defining moment. I was like, man, well, if I could sell kitchen knives, I can sell houses. Like I didn't care that I was a 19 year old kid. I didn't care at all. I said, I could sell. So then I, I literally walked right across the parking lot and I signed up for real estate classes. Unreal. So then I took all my real estate classes. Now I got my real estate license. My first office was a Coldwell banker in Fullerton, California. It was an uh, old medical office. And everybody was like, you know, 50 years older than me. I was like by <laughs> far the youngest. And I started to work there. They gave me my, my cubicle and they gave me my business cards. Like they give all the real estate agents and Oh, broker Bob said, okay, go hold open houses and hold floor time. So oh I did that. And here's what happened. Six months went by and 19 year old Targ, well, he was going broke. He had no money um, because I wasn't getting any sales. So this is what I learned. You could be the hungriest, most excited person in the world. But if you don't know how to do something, well, it's going to be really hard to find success. So I was like, I just didn't know what to do. So how do you work? It's like trying to practice. It's like trying to practice a golf swing without taking golf lessons, right? Like you're just practicing the wrong thing. And, th and that's what I was doing. So one day I was in my office and I heard these, uh, these real estate agents talking about how stupid other real estate agents were for paying for real estate coaching. And then I heard him talking about this guy named Mike Ferry. And, 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 I, and I'm thinking, well, what do, what do you mean real estate coaching? Nobody ever told me about a real estate coach. I had a football coach, a hockey coach, a boxing coach. I, I didn't know you can get a coach in the business world. So hmm. I heard these two ladies talking negative, And I took that as, oh, I got to go check this coaching thing out. So I go to this free Mike Ferry event. It was at a Buena Park Sequoia Athletic Club. Hmm. And man, I'm sure a lot of you have heard Mike Ferry speak, but man, this guy's a genius. He's he's like, he's my hero. Like by the end of this free session, he convinced me that I could do anything. He convinced me I was going to be the most powerful real estate agent in the world. He convinced me I was unstoppable. At the end of the event, I, I ripped a piece of paper. It was a yellow piece of paper. And I wrote, hi, my name is Tarek El Musa. You don't know who I am today, but one day you will. Oof. And by the way, he knows who I am today. So- <laughs> I handed him that note. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going all in. So I signed up for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So this is what everybody needs to understand. Okay. Six months in the business. I'm, I'm now turning like 20 years old. 
It was a thousand dollars a month. And let me give you, let me tell you where my life was at that time. I had broken up with my girlfriend. I called my mom to move home. My parents had just got divorced. So she rented out my bedroom. I had nowhere to go. So I ended up asking my mom if I could sleep in the garage. And this was a garage, meaning you hit the clicker, the door comes up, like there was spray paint, spray paint cans. My dirt bike was in there, smelled like oil. Like it was a garage. Yeah. And I rolled a cot in the middle of that garage. And that's where I live. So I am rock bottom living in a garage, freezing. And I put that thousand dollars a month on my credit card. Mm. Okay. And here's what happened. You know, people say it takes a long time to make money with real estate. I call bullshit on that. I call absolutely. I do bullshit on that. And I'm going to explain why. So here's what happened. I signed up for coaching and I did exactly what my coach said. And I decided I wanted to go after expired listings. Okay. And I watched most people call expired listings. They would make a phone call, go get coffee, call another one five minutes later, go chat by the No, I was like, okay. So he's like, your goal is to talk to 20 expired listings a day. I said, screw 20. I'm doing, I'm doing 50. So my one goal was Monday through Saturday and Sunday night for three hours. I was not allowed to leave until I had 50 conversations with expired listings. Here's what happened. Fast forward 90 days later, I had, I had put together in my pipeline $120,000 in commissions in a 90 day period, all from expired listings. Wow. Right around 21 years old. So I'm turning 21 now. I just made $40,000 a month overnight. So within within six months of living in a garage and being broke, six months later, I bought almost a million dollar house in Orange County, California. So when people say you can't change your life fast or it takes years, no, I call bullshit on that. I did it in 90 days. I changed my life in 90 days. I was a kid making $40,000 a month. So of course, okay, so now, so now, my first two weeks into calling these expires, I've already gotten listings and I have like 60, 70,000 in future commissions in the pipeline. Like I couldn't believe it wow. because I had the listings, the market was hot and they were all going into escrow. Hmm. So, but I was still going to college. So like three weeks in and of my 90 day sprint, I had a, a class at Cal State Fullerton. It was the geological sciences of the rocks in Canada or something like that. Okay. And man, I was sitting in the back of the stadium classroom listening to rocks. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? I just put together more money in three weeks than this professor is going to make this whole year. What the hell am I doing in this seat? So then I burned the boats. A lot of people, I don't know if you know what that is, but I burned the boats. So I had another defining moment, just like I did at that ATM. I said, what the hell am I doing? I mean, I put together $60,000, $70,000 in weeks. So I said, I'm out, I'm leaving school. And here's what I did. I left my backpack, my calculator, my scantrons, my pencils, every single thing I had. I left it in that classroom and I walked out. Mm. The reason I left everything, because there's no going back. There's no going back. No one's gonna buy me all my books again and no one's gonna, so that was it. That's how I left school. And then I was all in, I was committed. So now I'm full-time real estate. I was doing real well, 30, 40,000 a month consistent. But then, you know, I'm, I'm young. I'm in my early 20s. So, of course, my ego is like, you know, I'm the smartest guy in the world. Yeah, right. At least I thought I was, right? So I thought I was the smartest guy in the world. So then I started building teams and this and that. Um, and then 2007 came. Mm. 
Mm. All these listings are just sitting on the market. I'm calling all these expireds. I go on the listing appointment. I'm walking out the door because I'm not taking the listing. There's 30 homes for sale in the area. There's one in escrow and they want to overprice it. I'm out. So my life changed. 2007, I stopped making money and I had to sell my big, beautiful house, which was my dream house. I had to sell my Mercedes S500. I had to sell my BMW. I had to sell my Escalade. I ended up moving into a 700 square foot apartment. Uh, and um, and yeah, it was hard times. And I actually, I couldn't even afford to buy a car. Mm. So I had to borrow my, my dad's truck. He had this extra truck. It was like an F950 Ranchero. It had like horns on the front with roll up windows, oh, no nice. air conditioning. So imagine this, right? I'm 22 years old driving a Mercedes Brabus in a million dollar house. Now I'm 25 years old with no air conditioning and roll up windows sweating on the road. So like I was... I was miserable. Um, and, and this was 2007, 2008 were the toughest years, you know, I, I, other real estate agents on here right now, you guys know those times. So oh, yeah. I just kept fighting. I tried getting a job as a valet parker. That didn't work. Uh, apparently I didn't have experience. What are you talking about? I used to show clients houses all the time. What do you mean? No experience. What do you think uh, I was doing? Yeah. I was driving cars. <laughs> overqualified Tarek. Overqualified. No, I, I was I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. Okay, so that happened. Uh, um and then I just kept fighting and I was making enough money to like get by. But I was struggling. Like me and my ex-wife, we would go to Subway every single day. We would split those $5 footlongs. Yeah. We'd go get water cups and steal like steal the lemonade. Like that was our life because we can only afford a $5 lunch wow. for both of us. Yeah. So um, and then in 2000, I think it was, yeah, 2009 mm -hmm. or late 2008, actually late 2008, I started going after short sales. Okay. And what I did with short sales is I tried everything. So I would, I cold called all the notice of defaults. And what I would do is I would buy the list of notice of defaults. I'd go to this website called anywho.com, which was mm -hmm. like the white pages. And one by one, I'd put the name and address and see if a phone number would come up. And like every, like, you know, one out of 10, I'd get a phone number and then I would call them. So imagine how much work I was putting in just to get one phone number. Unreal. So, but it, it worked and I, and I started getting deals and <laughs> I started, you know, I was back in business. I wasn't making 40 grand a month, but I was back in business. Sure. Um, and then I did the short sale transaction. It had a first lien, a second lien, a third lien, an HOA lien, and an IRS lien. Wow. I negotiated this thing for 11 months. Like it was draining. Like the file was this big, like thousands of hours. Hmm. At the end, I got a check for a whopping $7,000. Hey, there we go. The guy that bought the house. Let me tell you what he did. Okay. He hired a gardener and cut the lawn. And then he hired a painter and painted the inside. And then he flipped it. And he made like $130,000. And I said, wait a minute. Unreal. Something's wrong here. I found the buyer. I found the seller. I negotiated the deal. I did all the work and he's making all the money. Mm. And that was the exact moment that I realized, you know, I was on the wrong side of the real estate equation. And that's when I said, I want to be a real estate investor. Oh, man. So um, am I talking too much? You want no, to no, 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 Tark. This is great. Now, I, I want to recap because... I love how much detail you're giving it. The storytelling is incredible. And I think that looking at it from you're putting yourself in places to have success, putting in massive amounts of continuous effort and work and, and being able to identify those opportunities from a young age at 19, 
literally at Washington Mutual or WAMU. If you, if you guys remember what, what Washington Mutual is, I don't think they're around anymore. But um, looking at it from that standpoint and seeing that owl, right, and, and, and taking the leap to get licensed to really understand, you know, the real estate transaction and then really seeing the, the peak and the valley, and, and, but still forcing yourself ahead and moving forward and taking action, burning the boats, which I love. And, and leaving college and really breaking it down this way, seeing it from a real estate investing standpoint, that's massive because you saw that. And But your ability to identify those opportunities and seeing where you should be and where you're going, it's huge. I mean, just already, I, I don't want to stop the story because this is- Yeah, no, no, but, but that's the thing. My, my success comes from every single day I'm looking to win. Every single day, I'm looking to get better. Every single day, I'm looking for opportunities. So I'm always looking. And if you're always looking, you're just always going to find. And, it, and the looking comes through massive action, always moving, always moving. Like my success is massive action. And here's another thing. You know how I made all that money on those expired listings? You know, my goal wasn't to make money. My goal wasn't even to get listings. My goal was really simple. Have 50 conversations a day. And here's what I learned. If I talk to 50 people, whether I want it or not, I'm going to get deals. So for me, business is a real simple formula. It comes down to, to, it comes down to contacts. Contacts turn into leads and leads turn into deal. What's a contact? It could be a phone call, a text message, an email, a marketing flyer, a billboard, a TV commercial. That's all a contact. The more contacts, the more leads, the more leads, the more deals. So that, that's, how I, that's how I view business. So I'll, I'll pick up the story again. Yeah, so yeah, investing, investing. It didn't mean it right. right. great. So it's now great. I'm like, you know, and I'm always been a salesman, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a house flipper. Just like that. No books, no course. I don't know anything about it. Just like <laughs> on the spot, I'm going to be a real estate investor. Just like that. I love it. So then of course, you know, I pull up my phone. I call I call everybody I know. And man, every single person, they laughed at me. They said it was a stupid idea. I didn't know what I was doing. It's too speculative. It's too risky. I'm too young, blah, 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 blah. All the same reasons that we all hear from everybody all the time, all the bullshit. You know what the truth is? Why am I asking these people for money? They don't have any money. Mm. Okay. And that's the truth. Why? Why? I mean, that's the truth. Like yep. that's the truth. So here's what happened. There was one person I knew, just one who had like decent money. He was a multimillionaire. Mm. Uh, and, and so I pitched him and I used to work out of the real estate office and he owned the mortgage company. So I knew him. Love and it. before I finished my sentence, he's like, yeah, I'll flip a house with you. I was like, wait, say that again. I was like, what did you say? He goes, well, if you find a deal, I'll flip a house with you. So he, he knew, like, if there's a deal, yeah, of course. Sure. So I said, okay, I'm going to go find a deal. We'll flip it. I do all the work. We'll be 50-50 partners. So mm. very first week, I decided I want to be a house flipper. I end up at the auction. Mm. And the first auction we ever go to, I get the condo and I was like shaking at the auction block and we split the property. Uh, we put up half the money each. It was 115,000. I sold my Rolex watch. I borrowed against my credit cards. I came up with, with, with my half. Wow. Um, but the, the deal was he's all the money and I'm all the work. But on the first one, I put in half because it was lower end because it was a test too. Mm -hmm. So on that first condo, man, Oh, so here's what happened actually. So I bought I bought the condo at auction. That's that's around that same time I had to leave to Las Vegas for another Mike Ferry event. Wow. Okay, got it. Okay. So now I leave the condo just for like three days. I go to Las Vegas and it's the superstar retreat. There's mm -hmm. like five thousand people there and it's Vegas. The night before, the here's the problem. It's Mike Ferry's fault. 
The night before, Mike Ferry, he tells us to go out to a dinner we can't afford, drink wine we can't afford, and go buy clothing that we can't afford. And for one night, live life at that next level. And and that's what we did, me and my ex-wife. And and to this day, by the way, it's it's still one of the most memorable nights of my life because I got to experience what it was going to be like to get to that next level. So I, love that. I was out late Las Vegas. I didn't get much sleep. So I was hurting <laughs> in the morning. So I'm sitting in the very, very back of this stadium uh, or this, you know, the, the hall. Yeah. And my friend was a, a president of a real estate company and his manager and his the manager's wife, they had to leave and they were in the front row. So he texted me. He's like, hey, you want to come sit in the front? I was like, yeah, I'll come sit in the front. And, and you know, the front row, that's where all like the ballers sit, the, the people that go on stage and talk about how amazing, how much money they make. So I was like, I'm in. Yeah. And we were dressed sharp because Mike told us to go shopping the night before. So I bought this Zania suit. Like I looked looked good. My wife looked good. So at the break, all these like, you know, big time real estate agents came up to us and they started asking, like, we've never seen you guys before. Who are you? And I I mean, I don't want to say we're nobody. That's why we're in the back. So I just, you know, I played the game. And I was was talking to this one guy and he was telling me, I was so I was talking to this one guy who was on stage the day before and talking about how he made $800,000 a year. I was like, wow, 800,000. Like back then it seemed like impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. So then at this break, I'm talking to him and he tells me that, you know, he has a local TV show in Palm Springs where he showcases his listings. And I was like, okay, well, what does that do? He's like, well, people know me. I'm like, well, I mean, it's cool to be famous, but like, what does that do? He's like, well, then I get a lot of business from the people that know me. So I'm like, yeah. damn, that's smart. And mm-hmm. And, I, and then I was, I was thinking, man, I wish, I, I mean, a TV, like, I, I didn't even think it was an option for me. So I'm like, okay, this guy's a great idea. Sure. We leave, we leave Vegas and it's, it's literally the night we get home from Vegas. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And I can't stop thinking about this conversation. I'm wow. thinking he has a TV show. Why can't I get a TV show? Of course we can get a TV show. <laughs> Why do we get a TV? I'm like selling myself on the fact that I should have a TV show. So Uh-oh. I finally say it out loud to my wife, she, my ex-wife, she, she looks at me. I'll never forget one foot up the stairs. She goes, are you coming to bed? I said, no, I'm getting us a TV show. She, <laughs> she starts laughing at me. She goes, you're crazy. She always said I was crazy. She goes, a TV show. What are we going to do a TV show about? And then I was like, hold on. And I thought literally for like seconds, I was like, well, we just bought a house to flip. Why don't we flip houses on TV? Oh, so wow. what people don't realize is I pitched the idea of a house flipping show before I ever flipped a house. Unreal. Like before the horse. So yeah, she goes upstairs laughing at me. I literally Google Hollywood production companies mm-hmm. and they come up and I, I hit their website. There's a button that says casting. I push the button. It says, send us your idea. I'm like, okay. So I, I send the idea. I woke up the next morning. There was a company named Pytown Productions. They're like, hey, send us a home video. So on that, that condo, yeah, I made a home video and I did everything wrong. I, I electrocuted myself. <laughs> It was bad. <laughs> Electrocuted myself. I burned my feet with acid. Oh no! Uh, I painted all the baseboards to the new flooring on accident. So like I, I did everything wrong. But like it was great. It was very entertaining, and I got the job done fast. And I flipped it and made thirty four thousand. Wow! So we shot the home video, sent it to them, hmm. and that's when they were shopping it to the networks. I was so excited, and then bam, nobody wanted it. No bites. No interest. Uh. So I was like, all right, well, I'm still grinding, still flipping or trying to flip. I was learning. Yep. So, you know, so like, I think it was like eight or nine months later, I, I was on a golf course. And I get a call from the production company and they're like, you're not going to believe it. 
but HGTV wants to do a pilot of a house flipping show. Bam. So <laughs> Tariq, that's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, I was like, all right, let's do it. So it was the summer of 2011. We shot the pilot. They were going to call the show The House Flippers or something like that. I came up with the name Flipper Flop, actually. So I named the show. So I created the show and I named the show. Mm. Um, and then so the pilot is now done. OK. Mm. It goes to the network and production tells me it's if we do get picked up, it's going to be a long time. It's a slow mm. process. And the odds of getting picked up are really low. Wow. Literally within a week or two, I get a contract from the network giving me a TV show to flip 13 houses in 10 months on national TV. Unbelievable. But it's a moment to celebrate, right? Yeah. But two problems. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. I love Problem this. Problem number one, I don't have any money. <laughs> Problem number two, I don't know how to flip houses oh, because the pilot was the third house I had ever flipped in my life. Wow. So I did three houses in, in about a year. How am I going to do 13 in 10 months? So I, I call my lawyer. I sent him the contract. I was like, hey, man, if, if I sign this thing and, and I only can get like two houses, like what's the worst that can happen? He's like, well, they can sue you. <laughs> so then I, I looked around my apartment and all my all my stuff that was on credit. And I was like, they can have it. I signed that, I signed that thing. And again, I burned the boats. I was all in. I, failure was not an option. I could not fail. If I fail, I lose everything. Wow. So I made it happen. Mm. I can tell you how it made it happen, but I've been talking a lot. So maybe I should. <laughs> no, Tarek, this is incredible. I had no idea. This is how the, the entire uh, show was formulated and all the steps that are going on. An another pattern that I, that I'm identifying into your life though, too, is Looking at it from the, the misnomers of, you know, it takes a long time to create success and wealth in real estate. Well, no, you proved nope. that wrong. Nope. Same thing in production and really looking at it to produce and, and bring a show to life. No, nope, you broke that barrier. I mean, it's one of those things where so many people put their force walls or perspective on things and say what you can or cannot do. And the people that are really making impact and change, they blaze through it. They say, well, why not? Watch me. And, and I just love that energy that's going on inside. Yeah, here, because everything I've done in my life, I've done it super fast. So it doesn't take five years to make money in real estate. Like I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have, I have a, a, a house flipping and real estate investment program called homeschooled by Tarek. And it. here's an example. When students come in with me, I'm from day one, you spend 90% of your time generating leads and looking for deals. So if you don't know about construction, if, if you don't know about design, it, none of that matters. Because if I have a student in their first week, do what I tell them to do, they generate a deal within the program. They bring it on a, on a free Thursday night deal review with us. And then we approve the deal or disapprove the deal. Wow. And then if they, if they want to partner with us, we'll partner on the deal with them and we'll hold their hand through the entire process. So like literally month one, making money in real estate. Yeah. You're looking at it from that standpoint, though, is, is you're, you're giving perspective and in, in teaching professionals where you've been and what you've done and what you continue to do, Tarek. And there's so many uh, different things that are going on. I don't want to slow that story down because you're on a roll. I, I think that looking at it from that standpoint, um, so you talk to your attorney, you said, whatever it is, they can have it. I'm going all in. I'm burning the boats. Um, what did it look like from that point? Because it's been multiple seasons, multiple shows. I mean, you've been everywhere. So 
give us a, a backstory. Yeah. Into yeah. That, that's just All right. So here's how I did it. You know, I, I knew I could buy houses fast at the auction, but because I was putting them on TV, I, I couldn't buy houses that were occupied because I, I couldn't wait six months to evict them. I needed to go film it. So I could only buy vacant houses. Wow. So here's what I did. I would work all day and every night I'd get home from my office around 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. I'd eat dinner from like 9 to 9.30. I would map out my night from like 9.30 to 10. And then from 10 p.m. till about 4 a.m., I would drive from my house all the way to the San Diego border, <laughs> all throughout Southern California, driving by houses that were going to the auction the next day. Wow. So I would have to see if anyone lived there. So I looked for cars in the driveway. I'd look for newspapers on the porch. So I, I didn't sleep that first year. I lived on the road, driving my little Honda. Man, I've been in car chases. I've been, I've seen, I've been, I've been in cross, I've been shootouts on the same street. Gun, like I've seen it all. I've been in Compton with a, someone dragging a machete behind me on the concrete when I was walking the backyard. <laughs> I've seen it all. So, so that's what I did. Like I, I worked 18 hours a day, 20 hours a day, like burn the boats. And here's what I learned. I started going to the auction. The most I could bid on a house on Monday is 300,000. So I'll give you how, how miserable it was, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I would drive like, you know, 30 houses, right? By the next morning of those 30, maybe 10 were still available. 20 were postponed because wow. of loan modification. So now I wasted my whole night driving houses that aren't even for sale. And then of the 10, maybe three actually go. Mm. So think about the amount of work down to three. And then I get there to bid. And let's just say my max bid's 300. Well, the guy with a zillion dollars in cashier's checks next to me, they're bidding 400 with hedge fund money. Mm. I'm like, how am I ever going to get a house? I'm at 300. They're at 400. But I didn't know what to do. So I kept doing the same thing over and over and over. I think it was like week two. I bid on a house. And nobody else bid against me. Okay. And then I learned <laughs> massive action creates luck. And mm. I knew if I kept showing up for whatever reason, I was going to get lucky. And that's what happened. Oh my gosh. I, Tark, I love that. And, and again, just inspiring so many people that are listening or tuning in with us live now. There, there's so much um, that's on the table that way. So what? Let, let's talk about, you have so many amazing ventures and things that you're doing and, and changing so many different lives. And, and obviously your career path up into today is, is working on that. And when we talk about, um, you know, basing it off of your, your T E M capital. And, and I, I really want to dive into that. When, when did that come into play? I mean, I know there was a lot in between that process, but let, let's kind of go there. I would really love to let the audience know what that's all about. I Absolutely. So like over the years, you know, obviously people have seen me successful investing in real estate on TV and people would always come up to me on the streets. They'd hit me up on social media like, hey, we want to partner with you. How can we invest with you? And I never really had a way because I, I didn't need partners to, to buy and flip a house. Right. right. Um, and then obviously I'm getting older and my appetite's gotten larger. And I, I got really excited about commercial real estate about seven years ago. Wow. Um, so I started buying commercial real estate about seven years ago. And then four years ago is when I said, okay, it's time uh, to start partnering with my fans, my viewers who want to invest in these real estate projects with me. So now if someone's an accredited investor, they can legit partner on the deals with me. They can meet me. They can walk the properties with me. They become part of our community. Um, and, and, and investors can go to uh, temcapital.co. 
Uh, if there's anyone out there that's accredited and want to partner on some deals, and we're focused on uh, multifamily and self-storage right now. I, and and again, Tark, that's just a natural progression that you've you've been involved in so many investment uh, opportunities, flipping you know thousands of houses over you know so many years of doing this, whether it's on TV or off TV. And to that standpoint, uh, and, and speaking of that note, I do I do want to uh, kind of dive into that your books because on the commercial standpoint, you got a book that's coming out. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. So the first book uh, is coming out in a couple of weeks. It was done by me and a good friend of mine, uh, Anthony Morrison, who's just one of the best internet marketers in the world. And it's about digital strategies uh, for commercial real estate. And the book itself is called Cashflow from Commercial Real Estate. And the best part about the book is we're actually giving it away. Uh, so if someone wants the book, they just need to pay shipping and handling because this book is really about helping and teaching. So we're literally giving this book away to anybody that wants it. Perfect. And Tark, is there any links for that yet or will they be coming out soon? Uh, actually, on my social media, on my Instagram, uh, okay. which is the real Tarek El Musa. If you look at my post from last week, I posted the book. And if anyone comments, yes, we're going to send them a book. Awesome. Okay. And we'll have that in the show notes too, Tarek. And anybody out there is tuning in live or after the fact with us, because I'd encourage that a hundred percent. So let, let's go into, um, you know, I guess the, the future Tarek, like where, where do you see, you know, the, the life and the business and progression, your family's growing. I mean, there's three, three TV shows coming out in 2023. What, what's, what's yeah, the future yeah. so look be, like? I'm super yeah, excited. So between uh, my wife and I, we have three TV shows together, all coming out 2023. So Flipping 101, Flipping El Musa's, uh, and Selling Sunset. And then the the future, honestly, I, it's, it's very clear to me. And I'll just lay it out there. There's yeah. two life goals of mine, which I'm doing, and I'm never going to stop. One, teach as many people as humanly possible how to make money in real estate. So this is like actively making money. And that's my company, Homeschooled, where we teach people how to wholesale houses, fix and flip, sell or carry, anything real estate investing where it's active, okay? And then my other passion is for helping people invest their money in real estate if they don't have the time or knowledge to do it themselves. And that's this company, TEM Capital. So the goal is just to help people find success in real estate. I love it. And again, just giving so much to the industry that, that has given you so much. And it's a reciprocal relationship that way. And it's just to that giving and serving nature. Uh, I, I want to segue into this though, too, because we didn't discuss it yet. And I, I really, uh, you know, before we went live, Tarek, I, I, I wanted to kind of go over with you uh, your perspective on EXP and your decision-making onto that, right? Anybody who's tuning in, I mean, everyone has their place and their comfort zone and where they want to be or who they want to associate themselves with. Um, and ultimately, you made the conscious decision to to align with EXP. And I would love to hear it from you. Why? You know, what was yeah, your drive? I did it like that. Like, <laughs> like a second. Okay, listen, yeah. I'm an entrepreneur, right? So I do a lot of different things. I started off as a real estate agent. So in life, we have a fixed mindset and we have a growth mindset. A fixed mindset is, you know, you know, just covering what you have, right? That That's a fixed mindset. Always protecting, always protecting, putting up barriers around your life. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is being curious, wondering about opportunity, wondering if there's something out there that you don't know about that you should know about. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's all about a growth mindset. For me, EXP, it hit all the buckets. And I'll just tell you why it was a no-brainer for me personally. Okay, yeah. one, I can bring 
new agents in anywhere around the world that EXP is in. And every time they sell a house, guess who gets paid? This guy. Okay. (laughs) I don't got, I don't have to go get a broker's license in all 50 States and Mexico and uh, Canada. Right. Yeah. Because EXP, they built this incredible model, which gives successful agents the power to help other agents and get paid for the work they're doing. Mm. And it's a feel good. So that's one. Two, it gives me the opportunity to coach real estate agents. I love it. So within our organization, I have like 1,215 agents now. I get to hop on and coach them on expired listings for sale by owners, listing presentations. Like I can't do that with any other companies. Like, like for me, like every single agent should be on my team. Like that's for me, that's like, I I mean, I don't see why, why someone wouldn't like you go work at another company. Like who's the coach over there. I'm the coach for my team. It's me, Haas Pratt and Lisa Copeland and Elena Cardone. Right. So Love it. It's just, it's just powerful, man. Like we get on, we get on these, you know, these webinars with me and Elena Cardone and Grant Cardone and Lisa Copeland. And these are big names in the real estate world. And it's about access, you know, like I I was thinking about this yesterday. I shot a video when you're, when I was a 21 year old kid, I'd go to a club at night. I'd be in the back of the line, 500 people. There's no way I'm getting access to that club today. I can walk to the front of that line. Right. Because I've earned, I've earned my access. Right. So, you know, when you partner with someone like me or someone like Elena, you get access to things that other people don't get. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's my inner circle organization, but EXP as a company, fantastic. A new agent first, first year in the business, they started at 80% commission split. Once they do 16,000 in in, uh, GCI, it goes to hundred percent. Like, you know, it's, it's a no brainer for me, at least for me. You know, Tark, but I, I love the fact that you were able to share that with everybody because again, there's, there's nothing stopping you from aligning anywhere with anyone. And you made that decision for a reason or several reasons as you shared. And, and again, I, I just want everybody to know that uh, who's tuning in that there, you got to find that right fit and aligning yourself, getting a seat at the table, you know, or getting in the front of the line. Um, it's really accessing knowledge and that's really just growing. And, and you, you, you broke that down. I love your story about the, the two seasoned professionals at the very beginning who were making fun of coaching. And, and you had mentioned that and you said, Hey, look, I mean, this is a way to be coached, to be trained by the best and brightest minds in the real estate space. You're aligning yourself with that. So uh, we're guilty by association, positive or negative. And I think that ultimately you want to get surrounded by those people. And um, I'd vouch for Tarek. I, I could say positive things for sure. So anybody out there who's tuning in or listening, but Tarek, I, I wanna I wanna get to the second part of this, and and this is everybody loves and tunes in to to learn and grow from the Titans. Really understanding what got them where they are and what they could learn from. So I know you shared tons of knowledge and perspective uh, so far, but if there was one or two things that you added to your business or implemented that you really saw growth, you really saw movement of the needle. What piece of advice would you give to anybody who's tuning in uh, with us live, or maybe even your younger self that you wish you knew ahead of yeah. time? What is that? If you're, like? real, if you're in a real estate office, look around, do exactly the opposite of what everybody else is doing. No <laughs> bullshit. Nobody, nobody wants to work. This business is about working. It's a contact sport. If you don't have contacts, you're not going to get deals. So go drop your flyers, make your calls to your past clients, call those expired listings, knock on those doors. If you don't do those things, you're not going to build a business. So get out of the office, get to work. I'm a big believer in that. And honestly, it just comes down to massive action. And and for me, 
I, I would look at all of your business like this, mm-hmm. contacts to leads to transactions. So if, if today, okay, so what, what is today? Today is Tuesday. So ask yourself, where are you making contacts today? I know where I'm making contacts. My contacts, they're coming right near, right here today on, on this, this recording. These are my contacts, right? They're out there, my sales team. They probably already made 150 contacts today. My other teams and other offices, they've made hundreds of contacts today. But you see, without those contacts, we can't generate leads. And if you don't have any leads, you're not going to have any deals. Wow, huge. Uh, Tarek, and again, the the amount of knowledge that you dropped in you know less than 45 minutes is incredible. And I know this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, anybody who's able to align themselves with you and learn from you, truly one of the best and brightest minds in the real estate space. They're very blessed and fortunate. I'm blessed and fortunate that you took the time to jump on Titans today, my friend. I cannot thank you enough. Uh, gosh, I, I, I do have to dub you an official real estate Titan. So that's an honor that you can take forever. It's it's a badge that you can wear. There's no plaques or trophies, as we always say, but it's yours forever, my friend. Uh, but yeah, I can't thank you enough, Tarek. I, I really mean that. Yeah, and I just want to end, end with this. Yes, please. Listen, everybody, we got one shot at this life. Okay, there's no do-overs. There's no coming back. So I'm a big believer in living the absolute best life humanly possible. And that means working harder. That means eating better. That means getting more exercise. And that means living a full life that's going to create true happiness. And it's out there for you if you want it. So go get it. That's it. Oh, I love it. What a beautiful way to end, Tarek. That is beautiful. That's perfect. That'll be on a headline for sure. (laughs) That's huge stuff, my friend. Thank you so much. And and please say uh, hi to the family. And and I'm just so glad that everybody's blessed and and doing well for sure, Tarek. So everybody out there, I want to thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here, Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. Also check out the show notes for every single link that Tarek had mentioned, every topic that we've gone over um, for your resource. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your digital marketing, lead generation, conversion, and ultimately market saturation, visit lionboltmedia.com for more information. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Tarek. See ya.